Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Couch Kings Podcast. A video game podcast brings you all the latest in news, trailers, retro hours, and reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we play a game, but not tonight. Um, tonight oh, we have a ton I got of that news. Movie voiceover voice going tonight. I'm trying. News reviews. <laughs> Epicness. <laughs> once you hit all retro the, hour, it's all the good it. stuff. All the good stuff. <laughs> retro. Retro. What do I call it? Um, we need a catchy title for that segment. <laughs> uh, but first, how about the best part of the show? It's that glorious. Was in the <laughs> yeah, that was in the comments. Well, we have a ton of news. We got some great trailers. Um, we're talking about Tony Hawk Pro Skater for the retro hour. And last but not least, we have Battlefield 1 beta that we are talking about. We are going to review. Um, I know that me and Greg played it. Did either of you guys check out the beta at all? Nope. nope. Betas gotcha. kill games for me, man. I can't do it. Gotcha. Well, I can't say that this beta killed the game for me, but I definitely didn't like a lot of stuff in it. So we will we will have to see um, how what me and Greg think at the end of the show. But first, we have a bunch of news. Well, first, I wanted to I wanted to ask you guys something because I saw, well, I've seen Warcraft, right? And I just saw Kingsglaive, and I liked both movies. I didn't think they were great, but I thought they were good enough. Like, good summer blockbuster, sit down with some popcorn, have some fun. Um, but on Rotten Tomatoes, we we love Rotten Tomatoes. But Rotten Tomatoes, I think Warcraft has, a, like, a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and Kingsglaive has a 7%. Whoa. Um, so I want to ask you guys, because I have my own theory, but I want to ask you guys before saying my theory. What do you guys... Why do you guys think video game movies get such a hard go of it with movie critics? I know with WoW, you're you're fighting the lore, and if you don't get the people perfect, you don't get you know the scenery perfect, you don't get this one little thing right, you're gonna get bashed for it. Yeah. I mean, I I I dug Warcraft because the lore was right, but the movie itself didn't flow. Right. Like, they they got. Didn't see it. Just like, why are we jumping over here? Why are we jumping over there? Well, it didn't. There was no transitions at all, and the little love story they had going on. I don't remember in the lore, but I, I don't know. I didn't. I, I gave the movie like a six, five point eight or a six. I think when I first rated it. Right. Well, a lot of times, what kills a movie like that is they try to stick so close to the movie, or to the, like, with the game set as far as the lore and it ruins the storytelling of a movie right especially with the warcraft they just cram so much lore into one like two hour long movie where if you just would have taken a little bit of that it would have been perfect make a trilogy out of it two things first off ty that shows us one that you like terrible movies just kidding (laughs) um secondly (laughs) honestly think about it you're, you're talking about a, um, an industry here in film that's been around a lot longer than gaming. And you think about some of the great epic movies of all time, even some movies, nerd movies that we like that have reached critical acclaim. Like, well, just for instance, Avengers or Dark Knight, okay? Possibly Star Wars. Yes, I mean, just uh, – <laughs> but I'm talking, you know, th- there are things you – know, there's not been a good video game movie yet. Not even a 
good, like a good one that's at that level of any of those. You mean and you so, didn't like Super Mario Brothers? That, mo- <laughs> that movie's awful. That movie. <laughs> and, and hold on, you talked about how Wild stuck to the lore. That went completely the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. You know, besides the idea of them being plumbers, it just completely Pretty ran much. the other way. Yeah. And even the Resident Evil movies kind of, you know, um, and they're not the worst movies I've ever seen, but they're not great. The, the Street Fighter movie went off the cliff. Um, Mortal Kombat was okay, but there's not – when you compare – we got to compare meet them. When you're comparing those movies to other movies, they don't hold up. But and the should thing we? Is, like should we be comparing uh, yes. Warcraft to – Citizen Kane and saying, well, it's not good, it's horrible, but Citizen Kane is the best movie of all time. Okay, but you can compare it to (laughs) another, let's say, sci-fi or fantasy movie. Like, I think it'd be fair to compare it to The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, very much so. And that's in the same genre, and and, I mean, I think we would all agree that the original Lord of the Rings trilogy was fantastic. Um, So you can compare it to movies in the same genre, or even in nerd culture, I mean... The problem is we're comparing a much older genre, and this stuff is new. And the sad thing is, the really sad thing is, there's some really excellent stories out there that are told in video games, but most of the time they're told in larger than two or three hour blocks. Right. And trying to condense that down into that can be hard. But yet, you see something like The Lord of the Rings that's hundreds of pages of a book, and they're able to do that. You know, I'd love to see something like The Last of Us on a big screen. How about Mass Effect? (laughs) Dude, that would be amazing if they could do it right. And we'll find out more when this Assassin's Creed movie hits. And that seems yeah. easy enough to do. Mass Effect is a game that pretty much hey. is a movie. Bioware tells stories. I don't understand why that hasn't even been thought of. That's why I think it's it would tank. <laughs> that's why I think it would absolutely tank at the box office because everyone would be comparing the movie to The Last of Us video game, which is essentially already a movie and it's already perfect. So why do we need another iteration you know, but like, I think video game movies would do a lot better if they took something that didn't have a whole lot of story and then created a story about it, like, or Detective sh- Pikachu. No, 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 just, no, oh. no, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but what what I was thinking is, it it might not be quite fair to a video game movie to have a movie critic criticize it. They can criticize it as a movie. But at the same time, they're not going to get the same amount of enjoyment from Final Fantasy Kingsglaive as someone who's played Final Fantasy games. But hold on, hold on, Ty. But you're allowing that movie critic to look at a comic book movie, and they may not be a comic book fan, but yet they're giving those praise. The same, you know, they, they, they look at the Avengers and like, oh, okay, great action movie, great this, great that. They look at the Dark Knight, and yeah, they're good movies. Right. But they're not maybe some of those movie critics aren't familiar with with where the you know the ideas came from or where you know the, the actual you know plot from this came from or right. but you know it's just like I said it's comic books and movies are older mediums older older things and, and they have more history there and video games are new I mean really we're talking the 80s on when they really took off and but I think it's fair for a movie critic to sit down and look at it and say, okay, is this a good movie or not a good movie? Does it flow? And that seems like one of your big problems with Warcraft. I haven't seen it yet. Just the story was kind of choppy. Um, you know, Kingsglaive looked beautiful from what I've seen of it, but I haven't seen that yet either. But they haven't just they haven't nailed a good video game movie yet. I'm hoping Assassin's Creed could be that because it's a cool concept. Yeah. Seems Time travel. Enough. You yeah. know, I mean, history, I... you know, but... 
Who I, knows? I, I haven't nailed one. Even 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 like the CGI or the cartoon type ones they made, just nothing's really nailed a good video game story yet in the movie. So. No. Who? Um, I honestly, before looking at uh, Kingsglaive scores online, like what it's being reviewed as, I I looked at that movie and was like, okay, this this is awesome. Like this is really this is cool. I, I had a status after I watched it that was like, holy crap. This is going to be better than the actual game is going to be because I don't have to worry about whiny little Noctis the whole time. Like <laughs> I actually got to see a badass character for two hours, um, just kicking butt, and and then looking online, seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like, did we watch the same movie? <laughs> like that that is ridiculous. And I I went to IGN because IGN is they review films, but they're much more video game oriented, yep. and they gave Warcraft uh, 7.0 and Kingsglaive a 6.9, which mm -hmm. I would think are much fairer reviews than uh, what I saw from Rotten Tomatoes. But I was just curious what you guys thought because I was kind of blown away by how low those those two scores were, um, seeing as I actually thought they were pretty good movies. So, um, I mean, how bad, does, how bad does a movie have to be to get a 7? I mean, it can't be that bad. Right. I mean, it's, come on. It's not perfect, but it's watchable and it's fun. And that means it's that's an average, so that means it had some really, really low scores in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's bad. You All right, you guys. Score if the theater burned down. <laughs> well, let's jump right into the news here. Um, the first one, uh, bust out your tissue boxes. I'm uh -oh. getting this one out of the way first. But uh, Reddit user, I don't even know how to say it. Um, God almighty. I think his name was Alan. <laughs> he, he wrote on a Fallout 4 subreddit that the Automatron DLC for Fallout 4 was a way for him to be able to cope with the death of his father by creating a robot, naming it after his dad, and traveling the wasteland together, basically with his father throughout the game. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you create a companion. You can create robots, basically, in, yeah. in, in okay. Automaton, Automatron or whatever. Um, so further along in the post, he talks about how he also lost his younger brother, Evan, to complications to diabetes recently. And Bethesda saw this string on Reddit and decided to create a character named Evan in the new DLC for Nuka World. And if you talk to him multiple times through all of his dialogue options, he'll actually give you a cool item um, in the DLC. So... Hmm. I thought that was neat. I like when companies recognize something like that and decide to do something about it, and it's pretty cool. Well, well done, Bethesda. Yep. Yeah. Way to treat treat your people well. Yep. Um, well, we got some big news out of Sony today. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sony at a press conference and announced the PlayStation 4 Pro, which is the aforementioned Neo. Um, oh. Yes. So it got a name. It got a name. It is the PS4 Pro. Pro. <laughs> um, and it has a release date of November 10th. This year? Yep. Yeah. Really? It's going to cost $399.99 at launch. So the original Fair. price of original price. Um, the PS4. And so I want to talk about this because it is, in my opinion, very much not worth <laughs> picking up. No. <laughs> um, so basically what it boils down to is your games are going to look a little prettier. Uh, I didn't upgrade my PC for no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but uh, do you 
I just it. Okay. Well, my understanding of, of reading about this is literally <laughs> this is for somebody who's going to use PlayStation VR and has a 4K TV. Other than that, there's no reason to have this. Right. No. I mean, it <laughs> it, no. it doesn't even really. I mean, I'm looking at the article right now. It doesn't even mention VR, like as a as a thing that it's going to like help or boost in any way. It just it's for 4K gaming. And if you don't have 4K, apparently it's still going to make your games look a little bit better on HD. But it's just an upgraded system that's going to make your games look better. With a bigger hard drive. Yeah, with a bigger hard drive. I, Not worth. Is, no, I, I don't think Not so. I, I was hoping for a lot more, I guess. Did they, did they show a price for what the original PS4 is going down to? Uh, two ninety nine ninety nine. Buy that. So September fifteenth. <laughs> just buy that. Yeah. That's that's three hundred bucks for a system that's still gonna run all the best games that are coming out. Buy that. Go buy Horizon when it comes out. Have yourself a great time. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it it just it doesn't seem worth it at all. Wow. So, future releases that'll have. Pro enhancements built in include Infinite Warfare, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Days Gone. Will be four of the bigger games that will have those enhancements for the PS4 Pro. Um, I don't. I'm assuming that the PS4 Pro is going to be backwards compatible with original PS4 games. Um, I don't think they would just completely cut you off from the rest of their library because that would be stupid. <laughs> Um, but I, I guess I don't wouldn't put it past them. No. Well, I mean all, but they cannot set all all of the. Uh, they're not going to separate the two systems into two different, you know, libraries of anything that's coming out afterwards. So I would imagine since all the PS4 games are going to play on it and they're coming out, all the old ones can play as well. Right. Yeah. 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 This uh, back to if it would change anything if you were running an HD TV instead of a 4K. All games will run at 1080p, um, and some some will even run higher and at more stable frame rates. So, so I need if I need I need a new TV then. Great. It's so stupid. This has been out for three years. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not it's not long enough. Don't. It's don't. not gonna. Well, this here's is the some... thing. Is, this this is not gonna be the horse that X, Xbox is talking about theirs being. I mean, no, this is something all. you do at the end of the system's life. To get ready for the next system. Yeah. You buff, you make smaller. That's when is when is PSVR coming out again? October thirtieth. So about two weeks before this comes out. Wow. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I've got a PS four and I'm gonna write it until it's Exactly. Blows. Who cares? Exactly. Um all right, so there's an emulator out there that allows you to play uh, older video games on your PC. Uh, it's called Dolphin, and <laughs> it it now supports. I think it supported select GameCube games at a certain point, but now it supports the entire library of GameCube games. Ooh, so I think it's a ROM emulation program on the PC. So if I wasn't so sketchy about ROMs. emulators, I'd use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're not Good sketchy about emulators. GameCube, you can check out the GameCube. You can play Nintendo games on your PC. Yeah, so, which is Prime. Pretty cool. 
play Prime, Wind Waker, Melee, Rogue no, just, Squadron, Luigi's just, Mansion. Just, <laughs> just Prime. Just, just prime. prime. All you need. Prime. One and two. Prime one and two. Oh, yeah. Echoes. Echoes. You gotta play Echoes. Echoes is sketchy as shit. <laughs> Anyways. That's great. Yeah. Um, it always comes back to Metroid. <laughs> is anyone else here still uh, walking around catching Pokemon? No. Uh, no. I really haven't been either. Just when I'm bored or like sitting in the car before work starts, I'll sit there and throw pokeballs. But otherwise, <laughs> I, I don't I don't make a make a thing out of it anymore. But no. Pokemon Go is getting a new uh, little system called the Buddy System. Um, you can choose one of your Pokemon to be your buddy. Yeah, who buddy. Will buddy. This is actually pretty cool, and I actually wish this was in the game when it first launched. The the Buddy Pokemon will actually gain candy for an, um, the amount of distance that you walk with them as your buddy. So instead of having to catch oh. 400 Magikarp, if you are walking around, you can collect candies for Magikarp that way. So that would have been a lot that better... That is a good idea. ...four months ago. Yeah, no <laughs> joke. Except they just need to fix the tracking system. Yes. Still. That, that would be helpful as well. <laughs> and battling, and... And everything else that's boring about that game... <laughs> Aside from catching Pokemon, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like the, once the nostalgia wore off, I'm just like, oh, there's a Pikachu in my bed. Ha ha ha. Yeah. That's okay. A little, little sketchy there, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing there. I didn't ask him. <laughs> um, you know, there should have been some incentive with the battles, like the loser's phone blows up or something. That, that wow. Would have been more interesting. Whoa. <laughs> Extreme. Oh. <laughs> um, you want to go to uh, death mode? Sure. <laughs> so talking about Sony, uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is going to have a beta, but it's only going to be on the PlayStation. Sweet. It is a beta exclusive for That's the PlayStation. Funny. They can have it. No yeah, PC, really that no that. Xbox One. The beta goes live on October 14th, uh, but because it's Activision, we have a catch, people. We have a catch. To be yeah. able to play the beta, you must have pre-ordered the video game. Uh -huh. It is not an open beta. It is a pre-order beta. So on top of selling Modern Warfare at $80 with their stupid Infinite Warfare game and all the <laughs> other crap that they've done already. God. You can beat them all you want. Okay, look. I, I hate them too. But they're going to sell 15 million copies of this game. There's going to be plenty of people who have already pre-ordered it and they're going to be able to test their servers. It's, oh, not yeah. a stupid, it's not a stupid move on their part. Yeah, it sucks. Activision is not my favorite developer, and I'm probably not even going to play this game. I really, like Kyle and I were talking about today at work, I would really love to play the remaster of Yeah, I'm but more excited for that. I'm just, well, you know, if my kid happens to get Infinite Warfare, you know, there may just be a copy of Jimmy Ford pop up in my, my name. Um, <laughs> but, uh -huh. well, just, 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 wait like, a, just wait a year from now when Infinite Warfare Remaster is out for 20 bucks. <laughs> When you've got that many people that play your games, you don't have to have an open beta. You, no. they, probably, they probably have people. Yeah, there's no, enough losers that probably pre-ordered already. Yeah. Well, just tell off, tell off the whole fan base. Good. Yeah. The hell with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem doing that. If you are listening to this podcast, All the 10 and you like Call of Duty. year old kids that are playing Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah. Go tell your mom she's made a horrible mistake. <laughs> horrible. You know what? Um, your mom's a good lady, and you shouldn't talk about her like that to people on the internet that you don't even know. Exactly. My mom is a saint. 
My mom's a good lady too. Your mom hit me. Saints don't hit people. <laughs> it's because you backtalked her. I didn't backtalk her. I said something she didn't want to hear, so she slapped me. Well, she's also very opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> you had that on. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Sorry. You had that on video. I'd love to see it. She oh, slapped shit out of me too. <laughs> she did, and you took it like a champ and just did. Is that all you got? Is that it? Well, he went. Yeah, my mom hits harder than your mom. <laughs> so, how do you guys feel about zombies and Telltale? Hate them. I'm a fan. Yeah. I don't have a problem uh, with Telltale. I just hate zombies. Walking Dead season one was fantastic. Season two, that's eh, okay. Two. Well, pull at the heartstrings. Walking Dead season three is coming from Telltale and has a November launch window, just like every other game that's coming out this year. Sweet. How, I mean, how could we not see that coming? Yeah. I mean, this... but man, are they done with Batman already? Nope. We're getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the story Finish will. One game. <laughs> the story Finish will follow Clementine, of course, and yeah. will take place a few years after season two. Clementine and a new character named Javier will both be playable <laughs> characters in the game. So you will play as both Clementine and Javier in certain parts of the game. Spoilers for season one and two. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Hey, guess what? Clementine doesn't die. <laughs> Whoa! What? And if she does, you played the game wrong. <laughs> um. Well, you guys kind of know I don't really like remasters, um, and I don't really like Assassin's Creed, so this one doesn't really do anything for me. But if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, the Assassin's Creed Ezio collection was leaked to the masses by a Korean ratings board. Damn Koreans! And has a release date of November seventeenth. It will include. Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations. It may also include the films, Lineage, and Embers, as well as all the DLC for all the games. Yeah. 2 and Brotherhood were good games. They were. Revelation was Revelations awful. was garbage. 2 is still two is still the best Assassin's Creed game. I played uh, all through Brotherhood and liked Brotherhood. Two, two I, Brotherhood was good. 2 is... The story of two is just yeah. So the story good. of two was hands down the best out of all of them, but yeah, He's, the combat system in in Brotherhood was much. It was, they they refined it a little. They bit. did. Just they got it right. Getting to know Ezio and seeing him literally from birth and where he goes and the whole Adam and Eve story was unreal. Yep. So two two's amazing. If you can't play two. Go play two. I made a mistake and played the first one, and that's why I don't really play Assassin's uh, Creed games. All tie here was. It not gets a so much better. <laughs> Um, yeah, dude, go play Black Flag and have yourself a blast. Just I, run around the yeah, island. Yeah, you get to be a pirate. I tried. I tried when it first came out, and it didn't capture me. Just don't play three. Um, three was good. <laughs> you don't like killing loyalist redcoats? <laughs> I didn't like Connor as a protagonist. He was kind of. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, but you got to fight alongside Benjamin Franklin. Maybe I don't really remember. George Washington. I don't remember the game that much. But so, <laughs> heading back to uh, Telltale and Batman. Oh yeah, we kind of got off track. The second episode of the Telltale Batman series called Children of Arkham will be releasing on September twentieth for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. When did the first episode come out? <laughs> last month, or this month? No, last month. No, last month. Yeah. yeah so yeah. two months in between chapters. Not one. Well, they're they're half, known probably. they're known for taking their time because I'm God, oh, yeah. in F, you know Walking Dead season one and be like, when's the next one coming? And be like, oh, it's three months from now. Like, oh, 
And hopefully they'll figure out how to make this one work on PC. Because apparently the first one did not. Um, but the disc copy of it will be out, I think, on the 13th of September. And it comes with downloadable codes for the rest of the series. So it comes with the first episode, and then you can download the rest of them. All right, well, someone made a better version of No Man's Sky than actual No Man's Sky. <laughs> I've seen those. <laughs> um, but a game called No Mario Sky. Oh, I saw it. That's great. <laughs> from an indie developer, which was a, it was either 8 or 16-bit um, Mario and No Man's Sky mashup project that allowed players to play Mario games, side-scrolling Mario thing, um, but then fly to another world to try and find Princess Peach in a ultimately expanding universe, all that crap that No Man's Sky said was going to be. Um, when, you get yeah. to the end, when you get to the end, does it say, I'm sorry, but your princess is in another galaxy? Does it just pull all the way back and then <laughs> make you jacked. do it all over again? That'd be so jacked. Um, well, That's it was... funny, though. Of course, like any game that tries to use Nintendo's licenses, it was recently taken down by that Nintendo uh, using a DMCA. So the developers have re-uploaded the game. And now the character's name is Spaceman Finn. He's trying to rescue Princess Mango in the game DMCA Sky. <laughs> Princess Mango. <laughs> so they found a way around it, and they hilariously named it DMCA Sky. Mango. <laughs> so, yeah, you can go download that now uh, online if you want to check it out and play it. Um, I actually jumped... Uh, a few a few news articles because there's another Mario one that we're going to talk about right now. Ah! Yeah, um, Apple. Speaking of fruit, are we hearing an apple here? Apple. You did not see the news today where Miyamoto was on stage at the Apple press no. conference. Yes, I did. That's what we're talking oh, about. Shut up! I didn't even <laughs> say that. Um, so Nintendo's first mobile game, one of their mobile games after jumping into the mobile Earth sphere. Um, is going to be a game called <laughs> Super Mario Run. It's a free-to-start, endless runner game. Uh, there's a free version. The there's a free version that essentially is a demo, and then there will be a set dollar amount to buy the rest of the full game. Essentially, it's Mario running across the screen, never moving, and you hit the button to make him jump to hit blocks and enemies and all sorts of things like that. I'm sure a score will go up. And however far you go, you just get a high score until you, you miss up it and then you try like and go further. It looks like 16-bit Mario. You just jump on stuff. So it's Temple Run. Yes. Dude, I had a game like that on my TI-84 calculator in high school. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't look like this. I had a TI-83. <laughs> I was lame. What's it called? Uh, Super Mario Run. I've already hit the button to say, hey, tell me when this is out. Thank you, App Store. <laughs> It's on the front page, under Featured. This may be the one and only time that we talk about Lindsay Lohan on the show. What? Um, well. Lindsay Lohan had a lawsuit against Rockstar a long time ago when GTA V came out because they thought that they used her likeness in advertising materials for the game. So when you see, you know, the, the famous girl that's giving the thumbs up in the bikini? Um, yep. Apparently, yeah. Lindsay Lohan thought that was her. So wow. decided to sue Rockstar um, based upon that assumption. What, you just can't put a slut on a freaking page? I guess. Oh, that's Lindsay Lohan. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, she have so, a heroin needle in her arm? <laughs> so for using her likeness, she she sued Rockstar. Um, but Shit. the court 
threw it out. Good. Said, yep. nope. But I'm pretty sure that took about five years to do. <laughs> it did. So that was I, a long time ago. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure why it took so long, but it's finally over. She probably forgot about it. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, I forgot I got a lawsuit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me open my lawsuit binder. Um, so, Sony talked a little bit about PlayStation VR, and it's coming with a demo disc. Oh, wow! <laughs> right? So, the disc will have eight different Retro. demos on it, including Drive Club VR, which Drive Club is a racing game, um, VR Worlds, which is a collection, I, I believe it's a collection of different experiences, um, Riggs uh, Mechanized Combat League, I don't know what that is, uh, Tumble VR, doesn't sound fun. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Battle Zone is a tank simulation VR game, which actually looks kind of cool. Eve Valkyrie okay. is the big one that I feel like I'm going to miss out on. Um, it's a first-person shooter attached to EVE Online. Um, looks pretty sweet. Wayward Sky, I don't know anything about. And Headmaster um, is not as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> is that the robot one where you jump, take the heads off of the robots, and jump to different robots? No, that's uh, that's um, uh, Headhunter. No, no, uh, I don't remember. It, hey, it, that it, game just came out. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, that that game looks pretty good though. Um, all right, well that's that's all I have on that. I mean, <laughs> okay, cool. You're gonna get demos. <laughs> that's I got, all I have to say about that. <laughs> I got uh, demos when I got the Vive. It makes sense that you would get demos when you got the PSVR. It's cool that you're getting eight different ones. I think that's impressive. That's a yeah. lot. That is pretty neat. Um, <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, that was actually all the news we had for this week. Kind of a lot of news, kind of some interesting stuff. Yeah. But let's move on now to the trailers. And the first trailer is a surprise for these guys. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, I haven't told anyone yet what it could be. Um, but three, <laughs> Greg. In just you, a minute. Did you love it? We will Sorry. be back with our reactions and our discussion on said trailer. So come back and you'll find out what it is. <laughs> Alright everyone, we're back and we just watched the new trailer for... You didn't even give me a second! <laughs> Friday I need, the I need, to I need your genuine that. reactions! Can, genuine can you reactions. give me a minute? <laughs> no! I gotta go wash my hands! <laughs> We watched the trailer, the new trailer for the Friday the 13th the video game um, that came out at PAX West uh, this past weekend. Get my hands out of my pants, Jesus. <laughs> Essentially, it is a supercut <laughs> of executions, different executions that, uh, uh, Jason? Yeah. Jason. Yes. Jason. I know, I said Freddy before. I'm Freddy. I screwed it up. Um, that Jason can do, apparently, when he's killing someone in the game. Uh, so Greg, what did you say? You, you, we mentioned before the trailer. You said, "What was this game about?" It's like a well, it's my, like a my five understanding is it's, a... it's like a five-person. One person plays as Jason. The other four play as the campers, or like the, you're the um, the camp leaders. Mm -hmm. And so you're kind of like evolved. You're you're trying in a way, but you're trying to get away from the monster. Um, but you can also kind of team up together and try to like trap one other person and leave them behind for them, so you can try to save yourself. Sabotage. Um, yeah, because I've listened to some some stuff about this game from the developers and stuff, and it's talking about like you could like literally like run and leave somebody standing there as like bait for Jason. <laughs> people, you know, it's kind of like uh, oh, um, so. It sounds. I mean, it's got this cool concept of like 
you're in the middle. And by the way, the aesthetic has got the 80s vibe completely down. They used the 80s music. Oh, yeah. Of, like, yep. you know, the old 80s hair metal band. You know, it, it's got the look. The counselors look like 80s people. But, yeah, so the idea of, like, you know, you're trying to find a way to exit this campground to get away from this dude. And not all of you are going to make it. Right. You know? There's, there's a guarantee. There's a game like that out already. Seven ways to die or something like that. Seven uh, seven days to no, something. No, I've seen it. I've seen people on YouTube playing it. Um, I think it's a Steam game. I thought it was like seven days, seven ways to die, or seven days to die, or not uh, dying light, death by daylight, death, no. dead by daylight, dead by daylight, maybe something like that. There is. It's uh, yeah. One person plays as the the serial killer or whatever, and. Throws them up on spikes when you catch someone. You have to try and yeah, yeah, yeah. Off that's and it. That's it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it. So it's kind of similar to that, but you get to play as Jason. Apparently, there's a lot of different death animations. Apparently. Apparently. Here. I'm sure that's not all because they've got like what 85 movies to, to choose from with that yeah. series. Um, you get a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it. I mean, the gameplay looks kind of cool. I just I'd like to see like what do you do to try to what can they camp counselors do to try to get away from Jason. Right. They haven't showed that side yet. Yeah, th kinda... this was a lot less of a uh, formal trailer, a lot more of a super cut of death animation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly what it was. It brought um, the hype, is what it did. Kyle, what'd you think? You got you wash your hands, you got them all, you know, ready to talk about? That was, was, was a bit much. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what I was expecting. You said your hands were in your pants. <laughs> so it, I assume you loved it. Well, love is love is a very strong word, <laughs> and sticky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I can say uh, the game looks like it's got some awesome kill animations, but it doesn't. Kyle <laughs> accidentally clicked on Criminal Girls. Instead of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <geez>. No. <laughs> it uh, it didn't. Look like a this generation game. No, it, it's much more sort of um, third part car cartoonized sort of. Again, again, from what I've heard from the developers, they want it to look like those grainy '80s movies, so they gave it that aesthetic on purpose. I mean, you could make the game look shiny and polished and still have that grainy look. It just didn't. I mean, I'm guessing it's not even an alpha. No. Pro no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it probably comes out next year at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that that's all I got bad to say about they, it. They've got some of the voice actors from some of the movies and stuff in it, I believe. So, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Ryan, what would you think? I must have this game. <laughs> it seems a, like, a must-have for Ryan. It seems like the perfect game that you can come home after a bad day at work and play. Yeah. <laughs> what are you just... you got to name all the other characters, like the names of your bosses at work? I and just like, runner, might. I, like, I just might. It's a possibility. <laughs> I got a couple names. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I could find Pulls this. Pulls out a legal pad. <laughs> I could, I could, uh, Evolve didn't work for me because I didn't have anyone else who wanted to play. I think the concept was cool. I think for 60 bucks it was too much, and there wasn't anyone playing it when it came out. Um, so if, if the same thing happens with this and no one else is playing it and... I would expect this game not to be sixty bucks. If it comes out and is sixty dollars, I'd be a little, I'd be a little surprised. Um, but I think the 
kill animations are pretty gruesome. And when you put mm-hmm. them in a supercut like that, it kind of makes you sick to your stomach a little bit. I'm looking uh, the game up right now because I'm interested to see how much they're going to charge this. They said you could pre-order it. Oh. It did. Say pre-order. Be in there. Um, yeah, come on. So while Greg looks that up, Kyle, what do you think your favorite kill animation from the video was? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one that made me just go, the fuck? <laughs> was when he uh, stuck whatever he had down that dude's throat. Oh, yeah. The, the machete? Like, I can't machete. get it out. Yeah, and he was still alive, writhing around on the ground trying to pull it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good times right there. Ryan, uh, Ryan, what was yours? Uh, Mine was when he took the spear and shoved oh. it through the chick's face. And then walked away. And he walked by and pulled the rest out the other side. Out the other side, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say mine was... Uh, Mine, mine might have been when he just threw that girl in the fire and just <laughs> put his <laughs> put his foot on the back. It was like, yep, you're just gonna sit here and burn till you die. Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. so from my understanding here is is this game is actually on a backer kit right now. You can give money to back the game, like a Kickstarter. Still. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. There's it looks a... like it looks like you can give sixty bucks to get the to get an actual physical copy of the game. Yeah, there's a um, there's a streamer who put out a ton of money, not a streamer, but a YouTuber who put out a ton of money for it. Yeah, ton of money. Because hmm. it's you, it's like some persona other on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Wow, that's so I I I might have to agree with the the spear, the fishing spear going through the girl. It reminded me of that animation of Laura Croft in the first. Oh god! Right where she goes down the river and that thing goes yeah, right through. Yeah, and the it's spike like, oh, goes right through her head. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah first time I, I saw to... that, I was like, "What?" I don't know. Him <laughs> taking that pitchfork and just lifting the dude up, and just like, yeah. You're like, oh, oh crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of hoping he would just kind of take him, and just kind of like, huh, you know, like a bill of hay or something. But yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny. Uh, he's kind of, you know, eh. but that yeah, wow. Um, um, that last animation yeah. though, not cool. Not cool. What was that? Just like. Chopping the dude arm here. And oh, then this. the arm off, the arm off, and then in the head. Yeah, he got his, yeah. he got his machete stuck in his head. He's like, eh. yeah. Dude, what the? <laughs> and like when he put that other, like that, the pickaxe in the gun, he's like, yeah, he's trying to pull oh, it out. Oh no! He can't get it out. No. <laughs> it's stuck a lot. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so guys, if you want to find that on YouTube, it's the Friday Thirteenth, the game, Pax West, twenty sixteen trailer. Um, yeah. So we're gonna be back in just a second with our second trailer tonight. For a game called Near Automata, which is a sequel to the first Near on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. We'll be back in just a second. All right, everybody, we're <laughs> back, and we just watched the Near Automata trailer. You know, I just got to find my moment to, you know, interjecting. <laughs> yeah, I know, but <laughs> we watched going. that trailer, and we get into a deeper conversation about Bayonetta. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, th- it's funny... Because the first thing, the first thing Kyle says is, well, Square Enix. <laughs> nope. Yep. yep. <laughs> nope, I'm out. Did. But what's funny to me is it's Square, it's Square with Platinum. And those are two kind of the bigger Japanese developers. And Platinum's hit or miss. One game's good, one game is bad. One game's good, one game is bad. Their last game was awful. So this game. Well, you you know, Kyle, that one of the games you're most excited for, Scalebound, is going to be very Japanese. That's fine. <laughs> is it Square Enix? No. Well, then what's the problem? But it's Platinum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but if this is going to be their good game, Scalebound's going to be their bad one. Oh, don't say that. Uh oh. Don't say that. 
they're, they're, they, Bayonetta was good, and then they made a bad game. Transformers Devastation was good, TMNT was bad. That's kind of their thing. Yeah. So is this the A-team or the B-team that's making this one? And I'm guaranteeing Scalebound's getting the A-team. It, it, this looks good, though. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and bash on this trailer. It looks good. It looks smooth. The gameplay looks fun. It looks like there's like a twin-stick shooter slash beat-em-up sort of aspect to it. it. It looks more like that last Devil May Cry, which they made. The reboot of Devil May Cry, kind of that look to it. That DMC uh, or whatever? Yeah, the, which was actually really good. I really enjoyed yeah. that game. I don't know if you played it. it. It was really good. The combat was fluid, fast, really good. So it kind of looks like that or Bayonetta. Um, I didn't play the first Nier, though, so I'm, I'm kind of tempted yeah. to go back and give that a shot just to see what the story is to this. Well, in, in Nier, the main character is a kind of a bulkier, white-haired guy. So I wonder yeah. if this is a descendant of him or um, something like that. But it, it looks it looks good, in my opinion. I I played that game, uh, Fury, that, um, that right, PS yeah. Plus free kind of boss fight game. Uh, it reminds me a lot of that with the twin stick shooter slash kind of mash up element that we see in uh, gameplay that one thing that square is really good at is creating really interesting monsters and bad guys like that this boss in here that they show right away it's pretty interesting looking absolutely and the whole power that she's given out kind of a kind of a sound power almost and then whatever comes out of her later it it's really interesting. I, I like I like their design. I always like what Square Enix makes in terms of design. They always have beautiful cutscenes and good graphics. It it looks solid. I'm pretty excited yeah. for it. It's not always the best story, so. but the gameplay has always been like difficult to master, but once you do, you are a god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's platinum. It's it's it can you can play button mashy with it. But if you really delve into the combo system and get the hang of it, you can pull some really crazy crap. Yeah. I mean, you can do some really amazing stuff. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping this is a good game. I mean, uh, there haven't been a ton of great games that have come from Japan lately. Um, no, we really need that. We haven't seen a like a really solid JRPG. That's no. I mean, Final Fantasy 15 will hopefully be the first one, but uh, it just don't. It's know. only been ten years in the making. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Of course. Uh, apparently, the story is going to be uh, a ten-year story too. So, you know, <laughs> that's a long story. <laughs> no joke. Well, it's going <laughs> to encompass ten years. I'm sure it's not going to take oh. ten years to play. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Ryan's that like, kind of time. that's a commitment, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> like wow. <clears throat> no, wow is a genuine that, addiction. Wow is a thirty-year story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, all right. That was our second trailer. That was for Near Automata, and that was the E3 2016 trailer. Since it wasn't covered in our E3 podcast, I wanted to kind of throw it out there because I thought it looked interesting and looked pretty fun. I'm pretty excited for it. So now we're going into the retro time with Greg, and Greg is going to talk all about that Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> Holy, I can I, – I love this, this, this game. The first couple of games in this series, and then, of course, it bombed. But we're talking about the original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which came out originally on the PlayStation 1, August 31st, 1999. Um, so it's, it's been a while. And then, of course, you know, later on it came to the Nintendo 64. And then the Dreamcast. Um, I actually owned the PlayStation version and then went to the Dreamcast version later. 
because I used to like the, like the way it controlled on the Dreamcast controller better um, and had a little bit better graphical fidelity. But, uh, man, you talk about a game that kind of revolutionized gameplay and, and, and kind of, you know, the only sports games that were any good back then were baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. Maybe FIFA, it's soccer. And the, this game brought action sports into the mold. You know, you can think back to the, the original NES. You can think of, like, Excite Bike um, a little bit or, or maybe, like, um, uh, California games, things like that. Where you know they they were okay. They tried to do like uh, a Jeremy McGrath before Tony Hawk too. Yeah, it, it didn't work. But remember, this broke free because the gameplay and the control scheme was good. All of a sudden, you got the Dave Mirror games, and you started seeing you know, like the rally, Colin McRae rally games and stuff like that. And I mean, you know, then the X games kind of took off, and you SSX. know, I mean, yeah, SSX. Tricky. There was yep. a game before that, um, before '99, and then like 1080 came out before that. But then you know it got big. Oh. 1080. Uh-huh. 1080. Um, 1080. <laughs> but yeah, August 31st, 1999, and then it also came out on the Xbox, um, the Dreamcast, the Game Boy Color had a version of it, and so did the Engage. Who remembers that piece of crap? Mm-hmm. Um, with the Engage. But you remember, <laughs> yeah, the Engage. Uh, did not buy one of those. But oh. what was amazing about this is, is Activision actually, you know, Neversoft actually hired Tony Hawk. And brought him in on staff to help make this game. And this is one of the first times where, where a company brought in like a, a big guy. What are you laughing at? <laughs> right, stupid. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I didn't do anything. Such a tool, dude. God. <laughs> who's, yeah, who's heard of that? You. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> I didn't say you were wrong. You're just a tool, man. What? <laughs> he was trying to go into his freaking retro hour, and you're just like, uh, you. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> God. So that's why I don't run the retro hour. That's why you don't run anything in this podcast, because you're I a know. dick. I'm here for comedic relief. <laughs> Greg. No, we're not going an hour. I'm this sorry. Thing. All right. Continue. Continue. <laughs> I wasn't aware I offended no, you so okay. much. No, I, I was very hurt, actually. Um, I'm sorry. You took it like a champ, though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glorious. You um, are glorious. <laughs> we, uh, they decided to make this game after seeing Tony Hawk's debut in the original X Games in 1998. And they said, you know what, we want this guy. They signed him on, brought him in. The reason the game was so fluid is because he literally designed how the game would help design how the game would work. Um, they brought him in. They put him in the mocap suit when he was doing all his tricks, trying to find out, but but. You know, the technical stuff, the, the trips, uh, the flips, the you know, kick flips, all this type of stuff. So they literally had, you know, the best skateboarder on the planet. They're helping them make this game. Um, and this game received this unreal critical acclaim. You know, 9.1 on IGN, 9.6 on GameSpot, just, you know, Game of the Year awards all over the place. But I wanted to give a little, see if y'all remember, a, a couple of uh, little quizzes about this game. Because we've all played Tony Hawk, right? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I play more, it, it, more two than one, but I okay. think I remember two, some stuff from Two is an upgrade because it allow, allowed you to do a, a couple of different things. But I just want to see, how many of the original characters can we name? Oh, jeez. So we know Tony Hawk. Who else? Bob Burnquist. Dave Mira. Bob Burnquist. No, Dave Mira was on a bike. Oh, uh, Bucky Lassick. Yeah. Bucky Lassick. Yep. Um, uh, Ryan Sheckler. 
No. He, he was, was like... He, yeah, he was like two years old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's, that's all, all, I, that's all got. I got. <laughs> the one black guy, Kareem Campbell. Okay, you remember him? Yeah. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Thomas. Uh, the one Jeff black Rowley, guy. The one black guy. Remember, there was one late woman as well. Remember, Elisa Steamer. Okay. Um, that they he put in there. Uh, Chad, Chad, yeah, Chad Muska. Um, and then my oh, favorite Muska. was, yeah, my favorite was uh, Rune Glifford, um, because he had the coolest special move. And that's one thing that I like is is they actually they built in that special meter. And if you could pull an amazing combo off, you built up this thing where you can pull off this crazy. And you had to put in like a Street Fighter type up, down, left, you know, and hit the button to be able to yes. do it. It was incredibly complicated. Yeah, and, and Tony Hawk's was, of course, the, the 900. But Glyphberg's was a Christ there, you know, where he would go in the air, hold his arms out with the board in his hand, and spin around, you know. It yep. was great. But they also took the old NBA Jam form, and you could unlock an unlockable character. Does anybody remember who the unlockable character was in this game? Because uh, um, if you played oh. the single-player campaign, he was on there. Kyle, who was it? Spider-Man. No, he was in two. Oh. I thought he was in the first one. Uh, Michael Jordan. Captain America. No. Uh, Superman. No. Oh. Is it another it's sports a, it's guy? A, not a known person. No, you had to play the game to know who this was. Oh, well, then I wouldn't know. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> the drunk guy. Officer Dick. Oh, Officer Dick. Uh, officer. Officer Dick. The, the officer that chases you around in the schoolyard on the... On the uh, oh, yeah. Park. Yes, you could play as Officer <laughs> Dick. Yeah, and he would chase you on every level when you're playing through the single player campaign. Officer, and that was also yeah. what was Officer Dick. That was what was fun. <laughs> Not only it gave you challenges. Remember, you had to click like the five like skate tapes to unlock mm. things, or you know, get Spell the letters. Out skate in one combo. So it, it gave you like three or four different missions on top of trying to hit these crazy combos and get this high score. Now I remember at the time I was working at Funko Land, which is now GameStop. Um, when this game came out, and we held like competitions and challenges. I mean, I came in second, but there was this one kid who got like a million points on that opening warehouse. Level. I don't know how he did it. it loser. Me. Yeah, I'm a loser. Um, no, the other guy. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you play too much of this game. Um, but it, <laughs> this game was so fun. And I remember when I got on the Dreamcast, my sister and I, and she didn't play a ton of games, but this was a game she sat down because it was accessible. Mm -hmm. You could sit down, you could figure out the combo system. Square, you know, uh, did a hill kick. Uh, triangle, uh, you know, you're able to, to glide on things. You know, uh, circle did this, okay? And X, you jumped, you know, you figured yeah. it out. Bottom line, that was it, you know? Yep. And think, this game, they put out five of the core games after this, and then you got American Wastelands, and then you got this one. And, I mean, it created, and unfortunately, Activision has this thing where they like to run games to the ground, like, Tony Hawk and Guitar Hero, and it became an annual franchise when they ran it to the ground. But the first three or four games were just amazing, and they took more steps. But to me, the first one still holds a special place to me because it was just unreal good. It was the first time that there was a skate game where there was unreal gameplay. Mm -hmm. And, of course, later on, the, the skate game came along and gave a much better control system, but it didn't have the single-player campaign that was as good. Um, but... The idea that they were able to get this guy after he hit mainstream, bring him in. He voiced his own character. He helped bring it out. Um, he created the game. It was amazing. But here's another thing. 
This was one of the first games where I can remember every song on the soundtrack. They let mm-hmm. Tony Hawk pick the soundtrack. Do y'all remember any of the songs? It was a great soundtrack. It was a fantastic soundtrack. And it was literally like all punk and like yep. hip-hop music that he picked. Do y'all remember uh, any of the musicians or songs that were on this game? Yeah, the the band that does uh, Triple H's intro. Uh, Motorhead? It wasn't Motorhead in one of them? The second one? Third? Uh, that was in the second game. Yeah. <laughs> this was... Remember, uh, Suicidal Tendencies, Psycho Vision was in it. That was our, uh, Suicide Machines, uh, The Vandals. The one I remember was Superman by Goldfinger was in it. Um, and then there were a police oh, truck. Yes. kind of the main song by the Dead Kennedys. Um, Primus, remember, Jerry was a race car driver. That's the one most people remember uh, if, you, if you go back and hear it. Um, Speed Dealer was in it. Then there was a complete, the European version had a completely different set list. So really? It, yeah, they, they had some bands from over there. Um, so it was cool that it was this game that was about this kind of extreme sport that had just gotten popular, and they used all these new bands that just kind of just hit the market. And it was kind of cool because you were getting kind of the punk feel from uh, other games that were coming out at the time. Like uh, right after that, you got Crazy Taxi, which had a whole Offspring album on it. You know, um, So it, it was really neat that they allowed – this, you know, there wasn't a lot of licensed music used back then. Yeah. Because it cost so much to do so. So people were making their own, like, chip tunes and things. I remember this was PlayStation 1. You know, you don't remember yeah. a lot of licensed music in games back then. Their whole soundtrack is nothing but bands who allowed them to use a song. And that, that was a really cool uh, part about this game. So, Great publicity. It really is. It really is. And it, those songs stuck in my head. You know, they really did. And now most games. You hear licensed music in them. This is one of the first ones I remember being like that. So that was kind of an amazing thing that not only it wasn't one or two licensed songs, it was literally the whole soundtrack was actual artists putting their songs on there because that was a big movement within the X Games. Is we use extreme music to go with these extreme sports. And Hawk was able to talk to some of these people. Hey guys, y'all support me here. I'd love it in my game as well. So they used that contact they had. So just a, a game that really revolutionized. Uh, the extreme sports genre, skateboarding games, because there were some before. They, you know, skate or die and things like that. But just the fluid, I mean, just an amazing game. If you haven't played it, there's there's actually a decent port out on the PlayStation. You can go get on uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD and play it. I've, I've messed around with it. It's a lot of fun. So just check it out. Cool. Good game. Awesome. Well, thank you, Greg, for talking about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Um, and go check it out. Like you said, you can find it places, uh, especially a Uprez port, or if you have one of those older consoles, it's it's not a very expensive game. So check it out and play it. By the way, happy birthday to the Dreamcast. Yes. <laughs> the Dreamcast did have a birthday. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, so. It died very quickly, but... It did. <laughs> uh, it was very short-lived. It I was... love the Dreamcast. I could talk about it all day, but we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a retro day eventually. <laughs> uh, last but love not the... least, last but not least, we have a review for Battlefield One, the beta. Um, obviously, the full game is not out yet, but the beta is it still is until uh, tomorrow. Um, and me and Greg got a chance tomorrow, right? to play it. We should. We should play tomorrow, guys. What? Tonight? Tomorrow? Sometime? These guys don't like betas. I can't stand betas. Um, well, what I what I could say about this this <laughs> this beta gave us two modes. They gave us their rush mode and their conquest mode. Um, 
by now if you've played a battlefield you know what those are yep. um the you have one map um that's it they only showed us one map so far and i don't know if there's a level cap or not i haven't gotten very high um but not a lot of stuff really unlocks as you go or it just takes longer in this game than i feel like in the other games to unlock certain things for your weapons and your class um let's see so i got i got some pros here me and greg can go back and forth on things we liked about the game or about the beta so far um i really think that the the guns feel good um the sound design is always great out of dice they always they they for some reason can nail weapons <laughs> and sound and surround sound all that kind of stuff they can yeah. nail that stuff they really have a leg up on that and i think it does transfer well here um, so I think that part of the beta is really nice. Um, Greg, what are you, what's one thing you liked about it? Uh, I, first off, I'm just going to completely agree with you. The, the sound design of those older weapons uh, sound really amazing. Um, the sound of the planes, the old steam engine, the tanks, even the horse. The, the sound design is fantastic. Yeah. Um, the, the look that they go with here I think is really neat. It's not going to be the most beautiful game ever. It's not Uncharted 4. And it can't oh. be with that big. It can't be with that big of a map, and that's a massive map. It's a big map, yeah. On Con it's huge, okay. On conquest, um, but the feel of like the sniper rifle feels really good. It feels really good. Yeah. Um, for those old weapons, it feels real good. Uh, I was gonna say to me one thing that impression was the size of the map. In Battlefield Four, when it first came up, I felt like even on conquest, that some of the maps felt smaller. When you've got 64, when you got 32 on 32, you need a big freaking map. There are yeah. times when I was running around this on this map and I didn't see anybody for three minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, In a battlefield, a, yeah. I mean, big. you could see them, you could see a guy fly over something, but I did not see anybody for for you know a good minute, two minutes, sometimes even longer, you know, because I'm running across the desert trying to find. And then when those sandstorms hit, it makes it even harder to see. So. Uh, I love the map size. I'm sure there's going to be some small ones, which will work better for Rush and some of these other modes. Yeah. But for Conquest, you need match. a huge map. Yeah. yeah, you need a huge map. So I love, I love that map design. What is it, the Sinai Desert? Yeah, something like that. So, um, um, love that. I, I, I still think the battlefield still corners the market in you being more effective if you're actually playing as a team with other players. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, yeah. because it is squad based it is mostly squad based um, especially the capturing the points on conquest and then um, rush is essentially the same thing it just opens up the map further along as you go um, but yeah I mean it's definitely a team game and I played most of it with family and friends so far and it's been it's been a lot of fun so it's oh, definitely yeah. it definitely still holds that it didn't lose it uh putting in you know swords and horses and all this kind of crap so um greg you got another one a pro yep um <laughs> you know it, it, it is it, even though i'm gonna it, it's the battlefield upgrade system i mean you're 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 leveling up and you're getting these different weapons to level up to for your class um i still like the class based system better than what call of duty is doing where you just get a certain amount of points to buy this or this and unlock this you know i want to be able to i, I like the, the little bit of rpg element still that's in this but my my biggest pro is destruction is back 
Sweet. That's, that's a plus. <laughs> okay. Big um, plus. There's not a lot to destroy in this one particular map, oh. but you can. It's a big open desert <clears throat> with like different rock structures, but you do see destruction in some of the, the smaller building stuff. And my God, that was the best thing that I loved about Battlefield 3 and about Bad Company 2 was you could take out the corner of a building and watch the whole freaking thing collapse on people. So they didn't choose the same map from uh, the open gameplay at E3? I didn't watch that. Oh. The no, one where the like Zeppelin no, crashes no. in the middle? Okay, there's, the a, there's a train in here is the behemoth or whatever they call it. Okay. Um, the train and- is awesome. Yeah, and basically if you're losing at a certain point in the game, you can then spawn in the train and take the train. And basically it's just machine guns you can shoot on either side and a bunch of it's different got, weapons and stuff. It's, it's the one person drives, there's some anti-air stuff on the top and then some machine guns up the side, and it runs from each point to oh, help you nice. go back and take them over. It, it's, pretty, it's pretty slick steam engine. Yeah. And you can blow it up, but um, <laughs> it's, if, if all five, if there's five people that can be in your, your group. So if all five of you are on the train and you're working together, yeah. that thing's a beast. It is a beast. So, But the destruction, I, I, I've always loved that about Battlefield. I felt in 4 they got away from that, and it seems like it's back. It, Yep, I'm, that's actually in one of my cons, but we'll get there in a second. The destruction? <laughs> um, the, the, the changing weather, I think, is what's going to make this different from... It, it's going to make the graphics look better than they actually are. <laughs> Because they're, it's not groundbreaking graphics. The graphics are good. They're they're fine. They're Battlefront level probably, um, which Battlefront looks good. good Battlefront's good. All we've seen right now is a desert with favelas. You know, there's not a whole lot to look at. And when you look real closely at your teammates or at uh, at the 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 horse or stuff like that, it's not. I mean, don't look too close. Okay. Because it doesn't look like it doesn't look like the horse. Oh, um, let's see. Oh, yeah. I get that oh, reference. I get that reference now. The, the weather, <laughs> the weather changing yeah. is awesome because there's multiple different things that can happen. Um, especially the major dust storm <laughs> is fantastic, and you can't see five feet in front of you. You can't see anything. <laughs> you just run on top of guys. They just show up in front of you, and you kill them. And it, it's it's intense. It's really cool. It makes. It makes only playing one map, especially right now for the beta, it makes it feel like multiple different maps when that kind of stuff comes in to play. So, so that... you're going some, some cons here, Ty? Yeah, let's jump into I think cons. we got some of the, the horse. Yes. The horse, feels, <laughs> the horse feels completely stiff and hard to drop. And that's the thing. The, the vehicles in, in, have always ta- in Battlefield have always been difficult to control. Because yeah. they want them to feel realistic. You've got the pitch. Except for the helicopters. You still like, had to get the pitch and the yaw right and all this other stuff. Um, but the horse feels like a tank. <laughs> like you're, you're trying to... It, it. Now, slinging the sword on the horse? Yes. The horse feels like the tank, and it has armor like a tank, too. Because oh, you can if you, you run over put, a dude with a horse, he dies. You put, you put, multiple, <laughs> you put multiple clips into that horse, it's not going to die. Can you go what? Down? what? Nope. But can you, you put kill a the dude off of it? You can kill the dude yes. off of it, but if you know if it's if it's charging you from the front, you don't have a shot on the dude really because you have the horse's head, which is kind of covering the guy. So you're putting bullets into the horse's chest, and that just isn't—it's not effective. You gotta shoot it in the head. So they gotta retweak the horse. 
Yeah, they the really horse, have to the tweak horse, the horse. The horse has like, but again, he's a little stiff to, to control. Yeah. Turn. Um, that's another pro I had actually is the planes feel like old World War Two plane or World War One because they turn real slow. And you can see them. You know, it's not the jets or the you know, they're just real yeah. big swooping turns and all that. And you can kind of see the da 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 da. You know. So you can kind of light up the anti-aircraft stuff. I'm like, all right, here he comes. I got him. You know, yeah. that feels really, really good. But the horse, man, it sucks to to drive one. Yeah. Uh, one, to control one, one. Another thing with the horse is, so if you're on a horse and you have the sword out, it's a one-shot kill. If you hit someone, it's a one-shot kill. It doesn't matter. So <laughs> done. Which I kind of think is a little ridiculous because <laughs> it should be a little more accurate. If it if he swings and he cuts my head off. Great, show my head pop off, and then I'm dead. <laughs> Makes sense. But if he swings and like nicks my shoulder, I shouldn't just die. Like, oh! it's, yeah. They're gonna have big hit boxes. I mean, it's a you know. A what do you want? Do you want box. Jason to run on the field with a pitchfork and kill the guy? <laughs> yeah. That would be righteous. That'd be pretty um, neat. He's just yeah. 25 kill streak reward. So I think we both definitely have problems with the horse. Um, Hopefully I, they fix. One thing I will give them time on the they did make some changes throughout this beta, and that's why they left it open longer than they said. I'll give them that because, and this is one thing that somebody else pointed out to us. If you'll notice, at first with the rush, was it rush mode or conquest? You're trying to get to that. They only had it at 20 minutes at first. Yeah. You know, you're trying to get to this what two, three hundred points for you know. Yeah. And, and 20 minutes is is a short battlefield game. Yeah, you, you know, pretty much always ran out of time before you actually ever hit. Well, they changed it to now instead of where it's counting down, it's counting up. So that way you have time to go do it. You never run out of time anymore. Gotcha. It's, it gets to the score limit like it's yeah. supposed. So it seems like they're listening to some of that stuff, and I hope they kind of handle it the way Respawn did, where they go back and tweak some of this stuff, and they really they don't have a ton of time, but no. you know, hopefully they can go in and make a few changes to get it to feel a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I think... So I put the destruction in here because I didn't feel really it was up to the level of Bad Company 2. But like like we said, we're in a desert with like 10 buildings. It's it's hard to really know if <laughs> you're going to – I mean it's great that you have grenades and other explosions from like planes and stuff make craters in the ground that you can jump into as like little trenches and like all that kind of stuff. And buildings can get blown up. Um, but – there was just something, and it's probably just a difference with the type of guns you have, because there was something about Bad Company 2 where you just had that noob tube thing, and you could just blow out the bottom of a, a, a building with a sniper in the top, and it would just fall and kill him. Yeah. Like, yeah. there was something just easy yeah, about a, it. But I'm comparing it to 4, which, when it came, it didn't have hardly any destruction in it when it hit the hit the you know store right. shelves. Right. When you compare it to that, the fact that there's some in it, yeah. They're heading back to what Battlefield really is. Because when I go back and I think, like, I loved 1942 and 1943, you know, which were their World War II games, and they were great and a ton of destruction. And then, and then you get Bad Company 1 and 2, which had a ton of it, and 3 had a ton, and all of a sudden there's none in 4. Like, where is it, you know? That's yeah. one of the best parts is being able to drive a tank into the side of a wall and just see the whole building crash down on it, you know, or set some C4 and blow up half a building, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll see some of that and, you know, some more of it in the more crowded areas in this one. Um. I, I hope that we – I don't know if they had rocket launchers at this point, but I hope we get something at some point because trying to take out a tank is near impossible if you're not in another vehicle or – Got to use that dynamite, man. All you, all you have is like two sticks of this anti-tank 
grenade thing. But it that doesn't even if you hit it with two, it doesn't kill it. It only takes it down to like sixty, and then you know you have to throw other grenades or try and do something else to try and kill it. Well, it depends uh, where you hit it. Have you picked up any of the so. uh, the heavy weaponry yet? No, no. There, there's there's boxes laying around in some of these. Um, oh, with like the flamethrower and stuff in it. Stuff like that, or there's there's one that's like a heavy machine gun that'll do some damage to it. And there's one that's like a massive sniper rifle. But there's some stuff on there that'll do some damage to the tank too. You just have to find it. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's kind of like the rocket launcher in Halo. It's out there. You just gotta go get it. You know. Um, I would also say that don't. Don't try to shoot out of a vehicle in this game. <laughs> it is impossible to be a gunner in anything in this game. Uh, <laughs> really? First of all, the tank gunner, it cuts your screen to about a third because you, you're set a little further back in the tank shooting out of it. So you can only see about a third of your actual screen in the middle of it. And it, it's hey, it's just, realistic. It's realistic, it's realistic but it's not effective. So <laughs> I, I would say... Kudos for being realistic, but I'm never going to use it because it's not effective for me <laughs> as a player. Um, it's the same with uh, just the regular gunner positions in um, like the Jeeps and stuff too. It's so bumpy and rocky, there's no way that you can get that reticle actually on someone to kill them. It's more effective to get in the driver's seat and run them over <laughs> than it is to actually try and shoot them out of a gunner. Yeah, but it's, 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 I know we talked about hardest, but it's so satisfying to kill a horse. And then take the dude out like that, though. Yeah. Morbid. Yeah. That is morbid. Um, Nobody <laughs> thinks you finally take the thing down. You're like, I just took down, like, the, the, the armored horse. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like beast horse over there. Yeah, pretty much. I just killed Shadowmere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I just have one more con. Uh, the button mapping is weird. And I hope you what? can change it. It's Battleship. Sure you able to. No, oh, no, oh. Grenade is not left bumper in Battlefield. Grenade is right bumper in Battlefield. What does it is do it with this one? It's left bumper in this one. It's always been left bumper. It's left bumper in Battlefield. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it felt very strange when I was playing. You've been playing too much Call of Duty, my friend. Mm, or, God. <laughs> you know, Titanfall, an actually good game. Titanfall. Um, oh. <laughs> it is a good, good so far. Yeah. Um, But... Okay. Yeah, so I guess I found that weird. Uh, apparent, apparently, it's a battlefield thing. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, tell me if this is a battlefield thing. Do you only ever start with one grenade? Yes. Uh huh. You have to level your guy up. You only ever start with one grenade in battlefield. Uh -huh. Yep. It's a perk okay. you can put on to give you more than one grenade. All right. Well, I'm wrong on both accounts because I felt the one grenade was crappy because I would throw it right away and then I'd never have a grenade again. And then. Ty on the left bumper, it felt weird because on all the other shooters that I play, it's on the right bumper. So, what do you think about the mustard gas and the use of the gas mask in this game? It was fine. I mean, it. it I I never used the gas grenade, so. Um, but, I, I did some damage with it actually. It's yeah, quite surprising. I mean, the whole all of a sudden, all of a sudden, mask... you just look on the map and you just see yellow gas, and you're like, "Oh crap, I better run!" You know. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's only one class that has it. Is it the assault class that has the mask that they can put on? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, um, like Craig was saying, there's, like, these heavy weapons that you can find. There's one that's uh, a flamethrower, which is, again, 
the flamethrower, when you pick up the flamethrower, apparently your guy also picks up heavy armor, too. Because it makes him more difficult to kill, as well as have a flamethrower. So he can just mow people down with this thing. Just light them on fire and watch he, watch he just die over and over again. It'd be cool if you could shoot it, shoot the tank on the back or something and knock him out quicker, but... You know, maybe they'll add it and put that That'd in. Nice. They got yeah, you gotta give them time. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like there needs to be a little bit of nerfing or a little bit Look, of... Like, here's the bottom line. Some balance. It's why they have hard. betas. Oh, yeah, that's, it's better, hard. That's, it's better that's than hard. That's not a huge achievement, because Hardlines was awful. God, it was. <laughs> so bad. bad. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I did really enjoy it. I, I really liked playing. I had a lot of fun with it. I think there are a couple of things that I hope that they change or tweak along the way before it comes out, but... Um, overall, I'm having a lot of fun, and I can't wait to see more maps and see how the weather changes on those maps and start playing different classes, unlocking things. Um, it's going to be cool. It's definitely going to be a shooter that I buy. Here's here's the – okay, well, you play answer part. Here's my question, Ty. Yeah. Because all three of those shooters are coming out at the same time. Yeah. Got 60 bucks. You can only buy one. This one. Titanfall. This one. I'm buying this one because everyone else is going to buy this one. <laughs> I, what happened to me is I bought Titanfall last time. No one else did, and it was a complete well, waste of money. I think I'll, I think all four of us will probably end up with Titanfall, but I, I do like this game, and I probably will end up with this one. This is I'll, one I can see myself putting more time into than Titanfall. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll definitely play Titanfall for its campaign because I'm really intrigued by it. Um, but this one I'll probably play most of the time for its multiplayer because it it just just feels I don't know just different. It's <laughs> it's it's it is it's not it's not a modern day or near future shooter. It's nice to go back to back in time something different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we need to have a uh, you know a Couch Kings uh, you know squad. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. so, I mean, by the time that this goes up, the beta will be over, but if you checked it out, let us know what you think, what you thought of it in the comments, and, uh, hopefully we'll have a nice discussion down there with you. And that is the show this week, you guys. That was episode, what, 18 now 18. of Couch Kings Podcast? Wow. I, I think, I think last episode I said, uh, 16 at the beginning of the show and then yeah, realized it was 17 when I was yep. editing. Um, <laughs> who sent us money? Oh yeah, you know, uh, we we don't have a PO box, and I, d I don't want to. Kyle has my... a PayPal. Send us Kyle candy. has a PayPal, and it's um, on my stream. Kyle, yeah, uh, check out Kyle's stream. Uh, send it to twelve thousand retail drive. <laughs> no, don't send it there. They don't need any more money. <laughs> no, they'll um, keep it for themselves. Uh, yeah, wow. I'm sure you're playing, Kyle, Absolutely, a lot. yep. Um, on the streams there. The streamy weemies. Yep. Um, well, you will find us back here next week with more of the video game industry and everything awesome about it and not awesome about it. So, Glorious. <laughs> we will see you next week. Later, Bye, people. everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye, everybody.